Morning, I'm Joan Hogan, welcoming you to the Prairie Dock Radio Program. Rick Holm, our Prairie Dock, is on vacation, so he will not be with us today. Therefore, I'm very happy to welcome Andrew Ellsworth, a family medicine physician with the Avira Medical Group, Brookings. Good morning, Joan. Good to see you here, and you've been on the show often. I think most of our regular listeners are familiar with you and know that you've been practicing medicine in Brookings for quite a few years now. Over seven years now. Oh, wow. You know, I'm good at guessing two, three, but <laughs> it, the time, time flies. Fly. Yes, yes. And now all of a sudden it's, it's October, and apparently it's not summer anymore. Today it isn't. I'll tell you, in that that shift in temperature yesterday and the day before went up to 80 and then yesterday went down to 40 I think it was yeah, it was insane like a switch yes we weren't ready for it Mm-mm. I just get cold thinking about it and you switch from air conditioning to cold and one day it ah, our house really got warm the day it was 80 so I turned the air conditioner on not too high then in the morning I thought oh the air conditioner's still on <laughs> I don't need that I actually switched it to heat the house seems so cold but we'll live through it. We're in, yep. we're in South yep. Dakota. We know there's changes. Hey, before the program began, or it's a beginning or an introduction to it, Bob was talking about your recent article in the Brookings Register, which appeared Monday, not only appeared in the Brookings Register, it appears in over 100 newspapers in the region. I think that's fantastic. In five states. In five states. Isn't that something? Yeah. I'm, I'm really impressed with that. And, of course, we have to kind of give Rick Holm credit for oh, that. Oh, yeah. Huh? yeah. And the team yeah. there. The whole team, right. They do a great job. But your your article this week I found very interesting because you were talking about the the benefits of drinking water. Can you, ex- for those who didn't read the article, tell us a bit about that. Well, it, it comes down to there's a recent uh, study that came out in just actually the September 2019 uh, Journal of the American Medical Association Internal Medicine, which uh, looked at the effects on POP, including diet and regular POP uh, on people. And actually, they looked at about half a million people, and they followed them for 16 years. So it was an impressive study. That's quite a study, right. And they sh- found that those that were drinking POP, whether it was diet or not, had uh, increased risk of uh, and greater chance of dying from basically anything. Um, any what they say all cause mortality. So any any reason that it, it would just increase their risk of, of dying. So from if it. you were drinking soda pop, diet irregular, you are increasing your chance of dying. Yeah. Now we're all, gonna, we're, we're all going to we're all going to die anyway. We will all die, but in we're an earlier di- age. But right? uh, yeah, unfortunately. And so um, and and it's interesting. The regular sodas increase your risk of of digestive disease deaths, and the uh, artificially sweetened beverages like a diet pop. Uh, increase your risk of dying from cardiovascular diseases. So either way, you're going to go a lot sooner. Yeah. 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 So yeah. instead of drinking this soda pop, what do you suggest? Well, a glass of water, of a course. A glass of water. That's the healthiest thing to go with, huh? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's in, and that's part of it too, is that, okay, okay, now I can't drink my pop anymore. And it's not that you can't ever have one, but, you know, unfortunately, there's people that have them every day. <clears throat> Bob, right? Bob. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, and I can't say I'm not guilty of having pop myself, of course, but uh, or soda, we should say for our listeners out, out of out of state. St. Louis. Say, they they. I grew up in Chicago. It's pop. Went to St. Louis, and I said, "Could I have a bottle of pop?" What? They had no idea yeah. what the word pop stood for. It's right. soda. Soda. That's but, it. So certain areas it's soda. Certain right. areas it's pop. All in all, it's not too good for you. But. Uh, 
you know, a lot of juices have just a lot of sugar too, which, you know, is probably not so good either. Um, There's a lot of these uh, low calorie or zero calorie drinks that also have artificial sweeteners in them that are similar to the diet pops then that have artificial sweeteners in them. And, uh, and those were some of the ones that had increased the risk of heart attack or stroke or even dementia, actually, too. Oh, my. You know, before, oh, maybe six months ago, I had been drinking more and more of an Arnold Palmer. You could get it bottled, and it, had, it was lemonade with uh, tea, iced tea and lemonade mix. Really tasty. And I thought, well, this is healthy. And then I offered it to someone, and she said, oh, I can't do all those added things. I said, added what? It's lemonade and tea. Look at the bottle. My goodness, there was more stuff in that yeah. bottle. It got me that I just can't drink it anymore. I yeah. just thought, and at that time, before your article came out, I thought, well, what do you do? I guess you drink water. And yeah. I've been drinking a lot more water. And then I loved your newspaper article. I thought, well, that's what I turned to was water. And you suggested that being a healthy alternative. There are some nice alternatives, you know, if, if it, although you might find that if you start drinking water, you're, you do acquire more of a taste. And pretty soon, the other stuff kind of tastes kind of gross. I agree. I didn't think that would happen. Is it because we're getting old or we're getting wise? (laughs) Older wise, I don't know. But I do find I enjoy water more than I would have two or three years ago. But that's not true for everyone. So, I mean, you know, some of those where they just add the the bubbles, the the carbonation. You know, some people like that. That's big in Europe, I know. Um, And that can be a nice option. Uh, Certainly, you could just add a little bit of honey or add a piece of lemon you know or Some something people or call that to- detox water mm. and i don't know just adding lemon doesn't really make it detox i think yeah. that's kind of a phony deal too it's fine to add flavor but to say it's giving you a lot right. more detox benefits isn't really but you'll see that more sound. and more in in various places they've got a big thing of water for people and it's full of strawberries or if right. it's full of Whatever. So it's been infused. Some sort of fruit. Infused. infused. Yeah, some sort of fruit. We'll call infused it infused instead water. of detox. And that's a right? nice option, I yeah. think. Yeah. It adds a little flavor to it. Stevia is, a, uh, is a, from a leaf extract, and that's a natural sweetener that you could consider using. Well, there's a lot of choices, but water is really the way to go. Uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, we're due for one, and we do hope that you enjoy listening. We'll cover any questions you might have. You can give us a call at 692-1430. And remember, if you're listening anywhere out of the area, add the area code 605-692-1430. We'll be back right after this. The Avera Medical Group Brookings wants you to know the benefits of breastfeeding. Did you know that breast milk has ideal nutrients for babies, contains important antibodies to fight viruses and bacteria, may reduce disease risk, promotes a healthy weight, and has positive effects on long-term brain development. Talk with your provider about the benefits of breastfeeding. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. Dr. Holm is missing today. He's in Rapid City. 
they're opening, but he's having a good time. I believe he's taping some shows. Is he that is. this week? Yeah, taping a few shows. He did this last year in that uh, there's a number of physicians in Rapid City or in the western part of the state he wants to include on his TV program, and he found if he goes out, he can tape maybe three shows at one time and then uh, run them at other times. When the students aren't on campus, he cannot do a show. It's basically that. He needs the yeah, students so then to produce a show. Yeah, so then they'll use those in January right. or when the if students, the students are, are gone, yeah. so it works out very well. So that's where he is, and, and we have Dr. Andrew Ellsworth with us today, and I had mentioned at the outset of the program that Dr. Ellsworth wrote an article in, that appeared in the paper this week about the benefits of water, and you had something to say during the break about the benefits of water that I thought our audience would love to hear. Well, I mean, you know, and this isn't the first time, but even just yesterday I had a patient that had, uh, oh, about six months ago, he had he had been kind of pre-diabetic for a while, and now it went back, went into the category of diabetes, where I had to tell him, boy, we got to do something or, you know, we, you're diabetic. And, uh, and so he made a change where he quit drinking pop. Uh, he was drinking... I, you know, I think, I think several, maybe even six, uh, sodas a day and, uh, and he quit and now he's drinking usually half a gallon of water a day and, uh, uh, he's lost 13 pounds and he's no longer diabetic in six months. Yep. 13 pounds and no longer diabetic. Right. And I've had some people, I mean, I had some, one person one time they quit drinking pop and they lost 70 pounds. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it is amazing. It's an incentive. Mm-hmm. It really is. I don't think mm-hmm. we realize how much that that soda mm-hmm. is doing. And I also found some articles when you were talking about water had said it's it's amazing the benefits to your general health and the fact that when you drink water, it almost reduces. If you have water, maybe a glass of water before you sit down to eat, Yeah. it kind of fills you and you're not as hungry. You still eat healthy, but... Not we're, as much. We're not very good at knowing when we're hungry and when we're thirsty sometimes. That's and I interesting. Think, I think I'm guilty of that myself at night. You know, I have a snack when really I should probably just be having a, a, something more to drink. Huh. Very interesting. Well, we But then I might be up in the middle of the night, I suppose. <laughs> a lot to drink. Uh, I do want to ask you, when we're talking about water, and we have a bottle of water in front of us, plastic bottle of water. That has become, in the past 20 years, it's amazing. There's as much bottled water out there as there are bottled soda pop. I do know that water is safe from our tap. We have the FCC, or what, not FCC, F somebody, the federal government somehow is overseeing Mm -hmm. in making sure that our water is safe. And we know it's Mm -hmm. safe in Brookings. What do you think of the uh, increase of these plastic bottles of water? Well, it is kind of a shame when I grab one and then I'm drinking it. And yes, it's handy and, and nice and stuff. But then, boy, am I thro- I'm throwing it away. And then what's happening with that? You know, you can throw it in the recycling bin, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's ending up anywhere where it needs to or getting reused, unfortunately. Let alone, you know, they say, you know, could there be some chemical from the plastic leaching into the water? And I'm not here to to make people worried. But Joan, you're the one that brought the article here about the, <laughs> the bottled well, water. Well, the, uh, the, uh, the Times this week had an article, How Safe is Bottled Water? And I just highlighted a few things, and I found it interesting that they said that um, if 70% of the water that is bottled is usually sold in-state, so if it's sold in-state, it's not under any federal regulations, so it's interstate. Now, some states have strong regulations, 
but you really don't know what you're getting in that bottled water. It did say the big name brands like Nestle and Coca-Cola, to maintain their brand, they'll make sure the water's safe. But you really don't know for sure, and there can be components in the water that is bottled that aren't in your drinking water. Bottom line yes, is maybe sir. just get a nice reusable container of water and fill it with your tap water and it'll be cheaper than buying some bottled water and then it'll be easier and you won't have additional waste you're saving the environment you're saving the environment plastic and you and and it's probably going to be better for you anyway okay well that's our word on water (laughs) i think we've heard a lot about water today but uh, I think it's I think it's good. It's wonderful to drink water. It's healthy for you. And uh, forget those plastic bottles. They're a bit much. Don't need them. All right. We uh, have said that our program is generated by your questions, and we're looking for a question to come in, 692-1430. Before it does, we did have one question left over from last week, wondering why anxiety is more of a problem in the fall than in other times. Do you know why people deal with anxiety more now than they do at other times, or it increases? Oh, I'm sure it's a combination of factors. You know, for one thing, some people are going back to school, or they're they're going back to work, or they're going back to a new routine, and that might be more stressful for them, or other activities, or other, uh, or they're not, or the weather's changing, they're not getting outside as much, not getting as much sun, and that can affect your mood. And, and can increase anxiety. Um, you know, I'm sure it's a, it's a combination of all those factors. Well, it sounds likely that those are the reasons. Yeah. There isn't one set reason. No. What I don't understand is the increase in anxiety in our youth. I just, mm. our daughter teaches up in Northern, and she said the incoming freshmen, maybe 40% are on anti-anxiety meds. Now, that is extreme. I yeah. have no idea... Yeah. If that's accurate or not, but it's probably, it's more than 25% are on anti-anxiety meds. Why are 18-year-olds anxious? What is going yeah. on? Have you noticed the difference in your patient load? Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think some of it is more awareness, and we more easily spot it or say it. You know, where maybe back in the day where we said, oh, you're fine or whatever. You'll be okay. Yeah. Um, it, another factor is, is, is the, 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 the cell phones. Um, they're on their phone and they're not interacting with their peers or they're interacting with their peers through their phone, but they're, they're lacking a f- some of, of that um, emotional attachment from relationships and, 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 and you know, nonverbal communication and empathy and everything else that you can get more easily through an interaction with someone in person than you can get through an interaction with someone electronically through a screen on your phone um, that can increase their, their worry. Meanwhile, you know, before you would have only had to worry about your social interactions when you were with people and at home you were safe or you didn't have to worry about being bullied at home. But now you can get bullied 24-7 on social media. So you're not necessarily safe once you walk in the So now door. you constantly have to put up this front that you're okay and you're okay really not yeah oh it's just yeah i feel bad for these kids you know it just it'd be nice if they didn't worry this much but you've seen it in your practice too yeah and do you usually prescribe anti-anxiety what's your what's your answer when someone comes in with some concerns like that well there's a lot of 
non-medication options that can be helpful. Um, counseling is a nice idea, you know, and a nice way to help and to, to learn some of those coping skills. Um, like I said, you know, relationships and social interactions, exercise can really be helpful. Meditation or prayer or yoga or anything along those lines have definitely been shown to be helpful too. The, the, the list goes on, you know, getting good sleep, you know, instead of staying up all night on your phone. Actually getting sleep. Yeah, actually sleeping instead can really be helpful. I mean, there's, there's so many things that uh, we kind of talk through with people first. Uh, to Rather see, okay, than medicate first, Yeah, that right. would be nice to try first. That'd yeah. be good. When you talked about am- amount of sleep and the machine, the uh, interactive communications, it occurred to me in the past six months or so that I my sleep is not solid if I'm on my iPad reading a book before I go to sleep, and mm-hmm. if I just read a book, a hardcover book, or yeah. you know, I'm I just you know I get tired reading and I go to sleep. Yeah. Because I have so many books on my iPad now, if I go to my iPad and read for about 20 minutes before I fall asleep, it's an extremely restless sleep. Why is that? Do you know? That's a good observation. There is um, a a, a trigger from that, the screen, from the light. The light on the screen. Telling your body that, oh, it's daytime. I need to be awake. And it's kind of messing with your normal circadian rhythm your normal body's rhythm of day and night and so that the reflection of light off the paper to your body to your brain through your eyes doesn't it's different doesn't make that effect usually um and so that can really be um one one factor of why it's that's so it's really good to lim- try to decrease your screen times and that includes televisions too before right. going to bed okay so reading's okay, and your your eyesight's all right. It's just I think that this would be an important thing to let parents with young kids yeah. know. Don't let them use the screen after dinner or whatever. Yeah. Just don't. But a lot of right. times they're in their bedrooms on right. the screen and then try to go to sleep, and they're not getting good night's sleep. Yeah. Well, those are problems. Stick with it. We're going to take our next break. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed listening. We asked for calls, and a few have come in, and we will get to those right after these words. Rabies is a virus that infects wildlife, especially bats, raccoons, skunks, and foxes in the U.S. It can spread to people and pets when they are bitten or scratched, causing fever, agitation, and death. Rabies is 100% preventable with post-exposure prophylaxis that includes rabies vaccine and medications to fight infection as long as people get the prophylactic medication before the symptoms starts. Understanding the risk of rabies and knowing what to do after contact with wildlife can save lives. If you have contact with a wild animal, talk with your primary care provider immediately so that post-prophylactic medication can be started as needed. This is brought to you by the Vera Medical Group, Brookings, 697-9500. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Joan Hogan here, and I'm here with Dr. Andrew Ellsworth, who is a family practice physician with the Brookings Medical Clinic. Good to have you here. And Dr. Holm, for those of you who weren't listening at the outset, Dr. Holm and his wife, Joni, are in Rapid City taping some shows, TV shows to be aired later, either this year or early next year. 
we asked for questions and we got them. Thank you so much. I think our discussion on water had people calling in with a couple of questions. One person would like to know or would like to say that the Brookings Water Supply does not publish the sodium level in the tap water. This woman called in because she avoids drinking Brookings water because it seems to have too much sodium in it. Do you know the level of sodium in Brookings water? You know, offhand, we'd have to do some research. And, I, you know, I, I keep that thing we get from, from the city published about the water. But I guess offhand, I, can't, I don't know about the sodium content. But maybe that is something we can look into for next week. And we can't answer it this week. Neither one of us know the answer, but uh, we appreciate the call. And uh, although Dr. Ellsworth won't be with me next week, Dr. Holm will be, I will certainly look into this call, the city, see what I can find out. And if you listen next week, we'll try to have the answer for you. Thanks so much for your call. You know, with that said, of course, you can get a filter of some kind, I'm sure, that that could help. Filters sodium? Really? Maybe, you know, oh, I mean, a reverse on, osmosis. On your yeah, on your oh, tap. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good, and I know some people in town do put filters mm-hmm. on their tap. I yeah. just never felt the need for it, so I just drink it right out of the tap. But right, right. Well, okay. That'd well, the other thought. thing is, she's not drinking soft water, is she? Because some of the taps have soft water. Yeah. The soft water, I don't know what soft water has in it. Well, you're adding the salt with, with your salt water. You soft, know, soft your water. water softener. Water softener adds salt. Yeah. I hope she's not drinking water that comes from the water softener. Right. That would not That would not taste right. good. No, no, no. I wouldn't like that. I, w- I will note, note that, you know, it. You can, you can, boy, I mean, it's amazing. when If you consciously try to uh, decrease the sodium in your diet, you know, and, and you look at the sodium content of various foods, boy, when then when you have something that's higher sodium, you can feel it. I mean, that drive, that thirst that you can get. Really oh, it makes you thirsty, yeah. more thirsty. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, which then you retain fluid more, and your blood pressure can go up. So, so reducing yeah. so sodium reducing does sodium make... in general, is, yeah, definitely it's a good, good idea. thing. So she's doing a good thing mm-hmm. to reduce sodium, but we can't really answer that question. Don't drink soft water, though. That's, right, yeah. that's one answer. Okay, our next caller also wants to talk about water. This gentleman called in, and he likes sweet tea. He adds able eight tablespoons to a quart. Is that too much? Does it matter if he uses cane sugar or regular sugar? So he's concerned about the tea that he drinks. Well, the tea does, is similar to drinking water. You know, it has the tea yeah. flavor. But when yeah. you add eight tablespoons to a quart, what do you think? Well, I like the idea that he's doing it himself. You know, I'm sure if you compared that to a, 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 a bottled, a, a tea. Bo- a bottled yeah. sweet tea, it's going to be a lot m- more and more sugar other things in it, in it. Yeah. and sugar. So, you know, and, and when he's controlling eight, you know, or, you know, maybe sometime try seven and see what you think. I mean, basically, in general, less is going to be more. Less is going to be better. Not more, but less yeah. will be better. Um, right? and, and so if that's the level that you like, but, you know, there's definitely, I'm sure, be worse things to drink or whatever. So go with that, you know, I, but maybe sometime try seven. You know, okay. I, I, I don't think I hate to say there's a right or a wrong. Oh, this much sugar is OK and this much sugar is not. You know, it's just you can't quite say that. No, yeah. and you really don't want to. Yeah. He also wondered about the difference between cane and regular sugar. Hmm. A lot of people don't even notice that if you go to the grocery store to buy a five pound bag of sugar, some is cane and some is not sugar derived from something else. My daughter yeah. insists you have to buy cane. Best cooking 
you have to cook with cane sugar, but I don't know what the answer is I think is that's for more that. of a personal preference. I there. think it is. So either either yeah. sugar will work out all right. And the, you mentioned earlier stevia. Yeah. So he could try using stevia. Yeah. And he, he'd, it's plant-based sweetener. It's not sugar. What exactly is it? It's from a leaf of some kind. Okay. A, uh, stevia leaf. So and it's considered uh, healthy. Yeah, kind of a, uh, in a way, almost like a tea extract type thing, but it, it, it can help flavor it. Naturally. Give it some sweet flavor, yeah. but it's mm-hmm. a natural sweetener. And if you've never heard of stevia, it's spelled S-T-E-V-I-A. It'll be in the sugar aisle or near the artificial sugars, I'm sure. You can find it there. Okay. Well, thanks for the questions on water. We did want to take a second to talk about our show, which the TV show, not my show, your show, which will be on tomorrow night. And that will be Dr. Ellsworth will also be filling in for Dr. Holm, who will still be in the Black Hills. And uh, your program tomorrow night will have two guests. You have uh, Laura Hoffert, who is uh, with Ho- the... Hoffert, yeah. Hoffert. Hoffert with the Madison Regional Health System. And Steve Meister. 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 I'm guessing wrong on the pronunciation. Yeah, right. Steve Meister, who is with uh, Marshall, Minnesota, Avera Medical. And the three physicians, you and these two, will be talking about what? Ask anything. Oh, so whatever you call in and ask, right? You got it. All right. You have anything in mind in case they don't call in and ask anything right away? Well, I do, I'm sure we'll kind of talk about the 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 water thing some, perhaps. Uh, that at least the end of the show we'll have the that uh, um, roll in. Okay. Uh, from 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 our the article. Uh, but uh, I I uh, asked the guests to come up with uh, some topics they wanted to talk about too. Um, you know, it's obviously beginning of uh, this flu season and, and where we talk about getting the flu shot. So I think we'll probably cover on that. Uh, and uh, Why don't you tell us something about the flu shots? Are they available now in Brickens? Yep. Uh, well, at least in the, the, I'm pretty sure they're available in pretty much all the pharmacies. And then uh, our clinic is starting to give them now too as well at the Vera Clinic. Good. So do you think it's good to get them early or it doesn't matter? Late better? Anything? What is, what's a- your suggestion? Anytime now, especially at this point. Get them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what about um, the last year when I got them, they said, well, we have stronger for older people. Do you think that's yeah, a good that idea? Yeah, high dose. Yep. Why? Good. Why should you get that high dose? Because your immune response to the flu shot as you get older sometimes isn't as strong or as good. So that can help to so you get a better response to help give you better protection. Okay. And getting it year after year gives you better protection. It than does. Just, you know, some year where the flu shot maybe didn't line up so well and gave people 30 percent coverage well that same year if they had gotten a flu shot every year previously they find maybe they have 80 percent coverage because they're getting some immunity benefit benefit may stay with you from year to year yeah it will i never realized that yeah it it can wane over time and 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 the flu changes over time but there's usually some component of the flu strain that matches with previous strains too that your body had built immunity from either having the flu or from having the immunization i read recently and i can't tell you where i read this where there is research being done trying to find the one component in all flus that is this prevalent in every type of flu and maybe they could get a general shot or an immunization to cover all flus that'd be phenomenal yeah it sounds great it isn't in the works yet. keep working on it but yeah please all you researchers keep up keep up well, again, we're, we'd be happy to have any questions you might have. We're going to take our final break, and we will be back right after these words. 
August is National Immunization Awareness Month. Here are just a few ideas of how you can promote immunizations. Talk with your friends and family members about how vaccines aren't just for kids. Shots can protect people of all ages from serious diseases. Encourage people in your community to get the flu vaccine every year. Invite a doctor or nurse to speak to parents about why it's important for kids to get vaccinated. If you have questions about immunizations, talk with your provider at the Avera Medical Group Brookings, 697-9500. Hi, welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. We're happy to have you listening today. This is Joan Hogan, and with me is Dr. Andrew Ellsworth, who is a physician with the Avera Medical Group Brookings. Happy to have Dr. Ellsworth with me today. I did want to mention, I'm looking at these sheets of paper. There is a program, here it is, that's coming up Tuesday, October 8th. So it's next week. And it will be at the Brookings Health System. And it's Building Blocks to Baby. This program is offered for parents who are thinking of starting a family. So they may not be parents yet. Couples who are planning to start a family. I think it's a great idea. We were talking about anxiety earlier. People are more aware of things to be worried about. <laughs> I don't I don't know if when you and Laura decided to have children, if you worried. I mean, when Ed and I had children, I don't think you worried. You just said, well, we're going to have kids. You know, just, yeah, I got through I was it. just going to say it's natural to worry, but apparently, <laughs> apparently you guys didn't get well, Ed, Ed, Ed does sure all the worrying for us. He does all the worrying for us. I just kind of float over things, and, you know, what happens, happens. And somehow five of them happened, and they were just Great. fine. Good, Good kids. They grew Good. up. We got through it. There is some worry involved. But now to have a program like this to help parents, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Should yeah, it's, really it's a, I've, been, I've been to that, and, and it is a great, great uh, program they offer. Well, and if you know of anyone who's thinking of starting a family, they could be at this Tuesday, October 8th. It's going to be at the hospital in conference room 8, and you can register, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think, the event is free of charge. They'd like you to pre-register by logging on to brookingshealth.org, then slash building blocks. If you don't remember that, just call and say, where's that program and how do I sign up for it? I'm sure the hospital will fill you in. So you're not involved in that this year. Nope. Nope. Okay. Well, it should be a good program. I'm, I'm excited for them. Well, we're running out of time, Dr. Ellsworth, and we've talked uh, quite a bit about healthy water and finding out about healthy water in Brookings. Is there any topic or anything you'd like to cover and maybe get people excited about tomorrow night's program? I would like to recap that uh, to try to limit your pop intake and try to limit your diet pop intake because the diet is also linked with increasing your risk of heart attack or stroke or even dementia. And uh, if, if you're having a, a sweetened beverage, if you can decrease the, the, the sugar in it, that'd be, that'd be great. Um, and of course, um, try to be active too. So, Oh, this sounds like Dr. Holm. Exercise counts, right? Exercise counts. We're, we're now into fall, and uh, you, have, you have a nice list here of, of things that, that can help you be more active as, as the weather's changing here. And it makes a good idea. Just taking a walk is a wonderful idea, though, oh, isn't it? Oh, you know, we recommend 150 minutes of exercise a week. A week, okay. And so that may sound daunting, but, you know, if you could do a 10-minute walk, let's say, at lunch... 
well, there's an hour. And if you could take a 10 minute walk at the end of the day or after work or whatever, Six there's days, another hour. There's another hour. And then another half hour over the weekend, and you got your 150 got minutes. All right. So walking might be great exercise for you. Well, we hope all of you have enjoyed listening to us and uh, have enjoyed our Prairie Doc radio program. You can always hear more from Dr. Home online at prairiedoc.org, where you may also learn more about the exciting activities of the Healing Words Foundation. Thanks so much for being with me today, Dr. Ellsworth. Thank you. Thank you.